now I feel weird. I got like a burp or something in here. Uh, I actually have uh, an old Appalachian secret for getting a burp out. Yeah, what's that? Uh, you stand on your head and wait for it to bubble up, so then it comes out your butt as a fart. That sounds like a terrible idea. Yeah, the Appalachians are idiots. Tuesday, Tuesday podcast episode 339. I'm Sam Ginsberg, and here is Tyler Tyler Bobiler Banana Fana Filer Driveland. I like that a lot. Yeah, something new. How exciting. Welcome, everybody, to what can only be described as a new era of the Bruce Day Tuesday podcast. Now I'm going to go back this... to uh, saying you're the dumb shit of some dumb shit next time. That's you know honestly you can just call me the Tyler Dryblad of podcasting and that's about <laughs> as insulting as you can get. But uh, this week we're going to be talking basically about what you should and should not do with your beer. And joining us will be Zach. Hey Zach. Hey what's up? Same old shit, my man. What is up with you? Nothing. I was just hanging out with my dog. Ran him around till he got kind of scary tired. And then, uh, <laughs> uh, then I just reaped the sweet, sweet benefits. Scary tired. Did you have to carry him back? I did actually. I have to carry him up the stairs. <laughs> he ran around too much, and like when he gets tired, he like refuses to walk up the stairs. <laughs> it's like uh, that episode of The Office. Nobody cares. What beer do you have today? Well, basically, I'm coming off the of last time where I drank the worst thing I've ever had in my life. <laughs> So I wanted to try something pretty mild. Yeah, I thought it was bizarre that you drank that urine Sam sent to you. Well, I mean, he said it would get me high. <laughs> like, I don't know if he ever did meth based on how I felt after drinking that piece. Right. Um, so I've got, uh, from the Brewing Project, Blackberry Shove It um, with a little cute uh, little Blackberry Pie Man on the front. It's uh, weird that he's not doing the skate trick for which he is named. He's not doing shit. He's just pointing. Um, I guess he's pointing up with his index finger. Maybe that's suggestive. It is what looks to be about 7% ABV, and it is a blackberry kettle sour with uh, cinnamon flavor. Just kidding. I had something that sounded as close as possible to the beer I had last time to see if it could be done well. <laughs> you fool. I know. I'm like just writing. I honestly, I can't be as bad. Like, I, can't, I don't like sours. I don't particularly have a fondness for like blackberry. I'm ready for this to razzle and dazzle me because like it was it was horrible last time. <laughs> I like brewing projects. Any but logical sense? Th- like this... I, it's got to be better. These are two things I hate, and last time I hated it. it what just is going to be worse. this time? It just can't be worse. <laughs> this um, is a good brewery, yeah, so but it seems out, very, um, you know, effervescent, but not like a super strong head on it, and it is like the color of like blended up beets like it's very very red Mm. Uh, and uh yeah it smells sort of like pink grapefruit i guess that's blackberry but you know i couldn't tell you if you were like smell this what is it i'd be like i don't know so maybe that's what blackberry smells like but that's what it smells like to me is one of you guys just slapping your microphone around aggressively it's probably the dog slapping his stupid chew toy close to my computer I thought he was tuckered. That was the whole thing, is he said he was tuckered. He is. He's not running around. He's just, like, chewing. This is his, like, resting state. But it tastes actually really good. I actually really like <laughs> It's, like, super clean and refreshing. And it's not as, like, horribly sour and, like, feet tasty as I was worried it was going to be. That's, this is so weird. The wild swing here, but... Are the cards. That's what it's, all about. It's, it's true. You're it's right. True. I cannot deny uh, I also have a fruity little number. I, I don't have like that water. at all. Well, fruity little number? I don't know. That it feels bigoted to me in a way that I can't quite put my finger on. I think you have to examine your own uh, prejudices. You know, if that triggers something in you, snowflake. No oh boy. <laughs> Got him. No, but I have Sweetwater Brewing Company's Peach Love and Happiness, a Berliner Weiss with peach and natural flavor. So. You know, that's never good. Um, <laughs> like, anytime it says, like, malt beverage with flavor added, you're like, oh, this is going to be bad. So I don't have high hopes. 
it poured with really not much of a head. Uh, the bubbles looked similar, but they were all pretty much gone, like, immediately, so it's hard to tell. Uh, cloudy, yeah, you know, it's like a peach color. It's like a little pinkish yellow. It smells very peachy. And by peachy, I assume you mean peach in flavor, not like, uh, well, ain't that peachy. It smells peachy. I got a peachy little number here. Um, no, it smells like the fruit. Do the rest of the fucking show like that. Do it, coward. (laughs) Alrighty then. Well, yeah, I'm I'm imbibing this beverage. I've changed my mind. Stop it, coward. (laughs) Tell us about the boys on the front. Well, it is the Roaring Twenties. So, there's actually no boys on the front, historically. What are we announcing? (laughs) That's true. Um, so this is, hold on, let me take another sip, because that hilarious bit clouded my, uh, review of this beer. So it's very, uh, unforgettable how you describe it. It's, okay, so, it's not, I don't know, this isn't great. It tastes like peaches, but it doesn't taste like, it tastes, it tastes fake, you know, it tastes fakey. And it's also way sourer than I would have imagined. Because, like, Berliner Weiss, that's not sour. A peach isn't a sour fruit. But it tastes very sour. So I'm a little confused by this. I don't know. Maybe it'll grow on me as it goes. But it, it it's just kind of a – it's fine, but it's not great. Sam, what do you have? Well, I also have a beer that might uh, leave a sour taste in my mouth. A figurative one, though. This is Harpoon Duncan Summer Coffee Pale Ale. So I've made a couple mistakes here. One is <laughs> I'm having another one of these stupid Dunkin' Donuts beers. Yeah. Even though the first one wasn't – Actually, the first one was, I think, okay is how I rated it. Yeah, it was fine. It just had a little bit of, like, a burnt taste in the back. But the thing is that coffee and porter go together and make sense. Coffee and pale ale do not, which is what I have here. And also, it specifically says summer on it. uh, And my back still hurts from shoveling this weekend. So (laughs) I don't have really have that summer feel. So pale ale, 5%. ABV. Oh, I don't think I mentioned that. Yeah, good point, Sam. Mine was 4.7. The nose is all coffee, and I don't mm. know how that is going to play with a pail. Oh, boy. All right. Well, credit where credit is due. This is a coffee pale ale. <laughs> it tastes exactly it how you think it does, which is to say, distressing? <laughs> Uh, I don't think I'm going to have that much trouble putting it back, but I don't think I'm going to enjoy it. It really does taste like someone dropped some coffee grounds into uh, a down-the-middle pail. That sounds super gross. That's awesome. Yeah, that sounds terrible. I wonder what Boris would think of it. You'd probably jerk it off, is my guess. (laughs) I mean, that's probably true. Uh, Speaking of jerking off, we go now to foodandwine.com. This is not a man who's actually jerked off in beer or anything like that. We did enough testicle stuff last week with the whale ball beer. Oh, my um, God. I fucking missed whale balls? You guys suck. You should have saved that for me. Yeah, well, That's not how news probably... works. I book the guests before we have articles. <laughs> yeah, we talked about whale ball beers. So, but this this uh, article is more about, you know, intellectually jerking off. So from foodandwine.com, we have a Brooklyn man registered his beer as an emotional support animal. Sigh. Big sighs all over the place. So Floyd Hayes, who is described here as a New York-based creative director, ideas crafter, and consultant. Sounds like a cock based on what you've told me so far. I mean, he's from Brooklyn, so yeah. He, uh, he had a hilarious, zany idea to try to register a beer as a service animal. And there's literally no explanation for why he tried to do this. So there isn't in this article, but I talked to Three Sex about this earlier, and she she told me that someone else had a theory, and that theory had no evidence behind it. But I think the theory's interesting, so I want to tell it to you. I guess there was a sign on a bus that was like... Uh, no alcohol or food permitted unless given prior written authorization. And he was like, how could that possibly happen? My guess is maybe like diabetics that like yeah, need sure. to have food or something like that. Right. But uh, he thought that that was goofy. So he wondered if registering his beer as an emotional support animal would allow him to drink it on a bus. Okay. All right. Okay. So that does solve one question for me. It, it's it, still kind of st- it, do- it doesn't, though, because I don't think that's actually what happened. That's someone's theory. I don't want to spread misinformation. I more just think that it's an interesting theory. Uh, 
Well, I mean, if that's what happens, that at least makes a little more sense. Because from this article, it sounds like he was just like, what's the douchiest thing I could do? And then uh, stumbled on this. But he um, he uh, he registered a beer uh, with the USA Service Dog Registration website and received uh, a registration number, which apparently has now been deleted. So while this guy is a huge douchebag, it, it does make me question the USA Service Dog Registration website. Like, can I just put anything on here? Can I register my dick as an emotional support animal? Yeah, so the thing about emotional support animals... Is their nonsense. They have to be big enough to photograph. Oh, oh got him. Oh, oh, man. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Sorry, I thought we were doing singers. No, <laughs> emotional support animals are garbage and nonsense. Um, and my aunt claims she has one and it pisses me off every fucking time I go visit her. The thing is that there's, there is a, a, a small set of the population that really does benefit from emotional support animals and like i think it makes sense for them to have like certain privileges that just my dog that i love and that's the extent of the relationship like i i understand them getting certain privileges but i it's just it's so egregiously abused so consistently that anyone anytime someone tells me they have an emotional support animal my knee-jerk reaction is yeah eat ass yeah well because like if if you're one of those people who actually needs that you would have a service animal an animal trained to support you emotionally whereas an emotional support animal is literally whatever you want the difference there and the like the legal difference is one is trained to perform some kind of an action but there's this weird nebulous like other category that people take advantage of all the time and it's nonsense and i hate it yeah my office mate has two dogs and she's not allowed to have two dogs in her apartment so she just registered one as an emotional support animal because then it yeah. doesn't count. Right. So it's it's just kind of like for 99% of the population, having an emotional support animal is douchey. And then this guy registering his beer as one just takes it to another level. I mean, I so, think you, you could – he might argue that he's commenting on like how it's a totally busted system, which it is. I don't know. I feel like maybe we should take steps to fix a busted system rather than – mocking a busted system but also for the record i'm taking no steps to fix the busted system yeah uh i don't know zach you've been oddly quiet what are your thoughts here oh, i was just letting you guys talk about service animals i think like one the guy does have like the douchiest sounding careers like if you <laughs> the way the article describes like his job is like it's like consultant art director what is what is what was the one that i really disliked like ideas creator or something idea that's crafter yeah idea crafter fuck you yep that's like that doesn't make any sense so he does sound like kind of a douche but it's pretty funny because it's like he said the beer like helped him alleviate his anxiety and that's like that's funny it was like a i think like i wonder if it's like a joke that went too far yeah he, he got the registration he was like ooh. <laughs> I think my favorite part of this article is at the end when the author says that they would have tried to register the brewer's yeast because at least that's a, a living thing. Yeah. I, yeah, it's pretty good. What, what you're saying, Zach, about it being a joke that went too far that he maybe he doesn't feel great about is a little bit how I feel about being a registered minister. It's like, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I don't regret having done it, and I'm happy to perform a... Any weddings that someone wants to have in Wisconsin, because I can only do it in Wisconsin. But it's also kind of whack and disrespectful. Why? Because, uh, well, really, it would be disrespectful if people were religious. And uh, and no one who's religious is going to ask me to officiate their wedding, so it's not a big right. deal. Yeah, but, I feel like it would only be disrespectful if you did religious weddings. Right, yeah. I, I guess, or, or, if I, or if I uh, wore a, a priest's collar to sure. officiate secular weddings. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't see, I don't see an inherent problem in you being a registered minister. It, there can be problems, but I don't think there's an inherent issue with it. I, I, I wonder how. Uh, I mean, neither of you guys are particularly religious. I wonder how like clergy would feel about what I've done. Probably just mad because I'm still in their business. That it wouldn't make them horny. So. <laughs> Ooh, boy. I don't know. Great. Anybody have any last thoughts about this article? The company did say that their uh, designations are not legally binding at all. So, so like, yeah, even they, if you did get a registration, it doesn't mean anything. I don't know. All of this is just nonsense. It seems like to me. So wait, is this this isn't a government agency? This is a a private company that just tells you a number. 
It seems like it. I have one of those too. I got a dice bag right here. I can tell you whatever goddamn random number you want me to. Yeah, the site supposedly said its registration service isn't legally binding. So that makes me feel like they're a company that manufactures certificates. So you can show the certificate to people that don't understand the law and say, well, I guess you're probably right, which I'm sure happens all the time. You're only legally allowed to ask two questions. You can ask, is the animal a service animal? And you can ask, what are they trained to do? He, like, lays down. So so the thing about that is that should give, uh, you know, Quiznos enough power to keep people that – keep dogs that shouldn't be in there out. Because if you say, is this a service dog and it's an emotional support animal that has no, like, actual training, the answer is no. Right. The problem is you have to sue people. And, like, even if you're right, like, 99 times out of 100, like – you end up kicking out the one person with an actual service animal because you don't believe them, and you just get on the news and everybody's so, all mad at you. No, it, so I I do this sometimes at work, and like you can't question them, right? If they come up with an answer, then I just have to believe it. But often asking that second question, people are like, "Uh, well, you know, they support me," and I can be like, "That's not being trained. Get out of here." <laughs> But so, if they like, said they're 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 trained in anxiety prevention or I would just have to accept it. Even though that is probably a nonsense answer that I just came up with. Yes, absolutely. But if they have like if they have an answer, I can't question that answer. But a lot of the time they don't expect a second question, so I get them. And has that happened that someone has given you that second answer and you're sure that it's bullshit, but there's nothing you can do about it? Yes, several times. What is the bullshittiest one? Um pogo stick no somebody somebody came in with like a real tiny tiny little dog and they were like they prevent me from like hitting my head during a seizure and i was like if that dog tried to get under your head during a seizure it would be dead (laughs) like it's just it's just far too you would you would destroy that animal but they gave me an answer and i had to believe it (laughs) zach what's been going on with you since we last spoke with you on the podcast man well nothing like, I don't think anything exciting has happened. Zero uh, Well, something exciting enough must have happened for you to ditch us at Beer and Cheese. Oh. Oh, I just never bought tickets. <laughs> okay. I just never bought them, and then like, I was like, I'm feeling anxious about this. I'm just not going to go. So when you said that, uh, that you guys called an audible, that meant I never bought tickets and eh. Yep. Yeah. Uh, cool. That's a good story. That's your content for the week, I think. I had to call an audible because, you know, at Beer and Cheese Fest, sometimes you, uh, you just don't go. You just don't go to it. I miss jeering at people. The thing I miss about last year, I miss jeering at the people who dropped their taster glasses. That was my favorite part of the whole experience. Yeah, I didn't get to see anyone, but every now and then you just hear, like, a wave of, oh, and, like, it gets, like, louder, like, People clearly people didn't see it, but heard someone yell "o" oh, and yeah. started yelling "o," oh, which really makes me want to just myself start yelling "o," oh, or maybe get like five people in on it. Cause like, you'll I, do it, yeah. I'm easy to convince. <laughs> Same. So now here's an adjacent question: If you're in a restaurant and a server drops and breaks something, do you start clapping or not? Like you personally? No. Absolutely not. Oh, I I do every single time. Uh, I pretend I didn't notice because I'm so uncomfortable. Really? Yeah, I I feel like it's a hallowed tradition to clap at a server who breaks something. What are you talking about? Man, all of a sudden it's going to become a hallowed tradition to uh, sneak up on someone that works in the parks department and dropkick him in the back of the head. I hope not. I sure hope not. Do you think I can jump high enough to dropkick you in the back of the head? Probably not. I'd probably get your upper back, back. but that's not going to feel good. I don't think you could now. Maybe a couple years ago. Yeah, put on some pounds. <laughs> but you're still uh, short. I well, that's that's true. Yeah, no, I don't think I've ever seen anyone. Like that's so rude. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen someone do that. Really? No. Where are you working? Like, we gotta go out to dinner sometime. <laughs> oh. I mean, the only time I've ever seen that happen, like the person is visibly distressed. Yeah. I can't imagine. I mean, like, if if the whole restaurant were clapping, I wouldn't clap. But I can imagine the, like, the reflex to be to join in. 
but I can't imagine being the first one to start clapping. Look at a sad person who's so mortified already and being like, you know what I'm going to do? Draw attention to this and mock That's them. That's the only time I feel good in my life. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. I thought it was more widespread than that. That's so funny. That's so... Everybody else ever just, like, see a kid sitting by a pool and just... Push him in. You know, like, <laughs> See, that's there. one that I, I haven't done, but at least I understand the reflex. That sounds fun as fuck. <laughs> First I make sure that he has his phone in his pocket, then I push him in. Yikes. Yikes. Oh, man. Well, okay, so it's clear that I do bad things. Let's go to somebody who's kind of doing a good thing, I guess. Is it From... this Hitler article? <laughs> Jesus, come on. Don't blow the big reveal. <laughs> No, uh, we're not getting there yet. Um, we're going to WQAD.com. Florida Brewery releases beer cans that feature dogs that are ready to be adopted. Keep it on the animal theme. Oh, I suppose I am. I didn't even think about that. I'm sure you did. Uh, support beers. <laughs> now, yeah, if you registered one of these beers, now maybe he'd have a shot. So Motorworks Brewing from Bradenton, Florida, is releasing a four-pack which features four different smiling pooches on each can of the adoptable dog cruiser Kolsch. Uh, I'm upset it's a Kolsch, but other than that, you know, it's good. They're raising uh, awareness and, more importantly, funds for Shelter Manatee. I guess that's the facility where these dogs can be adopted from. Oh, it's it's not just four packs. It's four packs and also 24 packs. So that's kind of weird. So does that mean it's... Each dog is there six times, or are there 24 distinct dogs? I'm no, sure that I there are. Each dog is there six times. I'm sure there's more than 24 dogs in this shelter, if it's a shelter. I'm also positive you can get four dogs adopted in like a weekend. Well, uh, apparently that's true because two of the dogs featured on these cans have already been adopted. Are they going to stop selling those types of the cans? Probably. I mean, probably not. I don't think they're in there. Like, personally putting the faces of dogs onto the <laughs> you know? Waking them and sticking them on. <laughs> right, right. I have to believe this is kind of a mass production type dealio. These but are cute dogs, too. These are not like your reject dogs. Yeah, uh, I, I was thinking the same thing. I was waiting for the dogs that make me sad to look at, and I hope they find homes, but they still make me sad to look at. But these, these dogs are like, I would chill with all four of these dogs. What kind of dog makes you sad to look at it? The um, Humane Society ones, when they're like when they're playing uh, Sarah McLaughlin. Well, yeah, I mean that's just the sad music. I mean, do you what what kind of f- dog face are you like? Oh, they, that's too bad. They got the sad ears and the sad eyes. I was mostly <laughs> thinking about pugs. <laughs> you mean disgusting? You mean like, like a disgusting dog to look at? So my friend Lucas Annunziata, who I think I've mentioned on the show, was he the um, poop thrower? Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, you've definitely <laughs> talked about him on here before. Yes. His mom bred, what are they, like bull terriers? Uh-huh. And the problem with bull terriers is apparently, or no, no, English bulldogs, that's the one. The, 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 like the you know, the wrinkly-faced ones. Yeah. Well, it's not the face that's the problem. They, like, don't have tails, so they the end is just, like, this big gaping asshole. Ew, that what? is not my experience with that type of dog. <laughs> A lot, of the time the, the, a lot of the time the tail is docked, which is a different huge bummer that we don't have to talk about. <laughs> but I don't think I don't think it's just that they've like chopped the last quarter inch of them off. <laughs> Look, all I know is that when I went over to hang out with Lucas, there were two to four gaping assholes just running around at me. Well, wait, so if there were two to four gaping assholes, you, that's one. Lucas, oh. that's another one. Oh. Are you thinking of, like, baboons? Oh, yeah. They're just born like that. I don't think they do anything to them. You're right. You're right. Maybe I, they're I born with it. Maybe it's just baboons. You guys seen that picture of that baboon sitting on a fence post and it's just, Ew. like, straight up its butthole? <laughs> no. Yeah, me neither. Me neither, you guys. All right, hold on. I'm going to do some research here. Hold on. Uh, enhance. <laughs> Yeah, okay, Google took a while to get me there. It wanted to assume the best. I was like, baboon sitting on a... And it's like, fine. <laughs> it's trying pretty hard to uh, make me not find this. Like, There's a lot of baboons sitting on the fence. And let's see. Is this the one? Have you, have you added the search criterion? Oh. And there's a oh. pole up its ass. Oh. 
Well, I, it's hard to tell if it's, like, in there, if it cocked its, like, butt out to the side of the pole. Because there's, like, a big, gross, fleshy mass hanging off of, like, even with its right leg, like, the back of its right leg. It's very upsetting. It is really gross if this is the one. I mean, you, honestly, though, I could have been, like, baboon sitting on anything. And I'm like, ugh, look at that. <laughs> They're disgusting. If you're a baboon and your name isn't Rafiki, get out of my face. Get out of here. Yeah, they're so gross. They look almost, they're like just far enough from people where I like hate them a lot when I look at <laughs> them. <laughs> in the Uncanny Valley. Yeah, I don't believe they're real. Uh, back to this article and away from baboon assholes. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I think this is good. I wish it wasn't a Kolsch because that's boring. But, uh, you know, they're getting the word out there about these adoptable dogs and they're actually donating straight Skrilla. So that's cool. And I think this is a good thing to do. Yeah, usually when uh, we hear about raising awareness, I'm like, that's probably mostly bullshit. But if it's actually gotten two dogs adopted, then, like, clearly they're doing something right. Yeah, adoptable dogs is actually, like, a good thing to raise awareness for. Of, like, hey, look, you can get those dogs if you want. As opposed to, like, hey, sometimes people get cancer. It's like, yeah, dude, (laughs) we know. What? (laughs) I think it's a great way to get rid of some extra Kolsch. (laughs) <laughs> uh, you slap some dogs on it like whatever they'll get adopted in a weekend but you can keep selling these cans for forever it's true yeah, yeah maybe Kolsch is the perfect style for this endeavor because they're like the rejects of the beer world and the rejects of the dog world teaming up <laughs> suicide squad yeah. it's a Kolsch a bunch of reject dogs I think they're trying to avoid the dogs being put on the suicide squad and then the uh, the rope guy he's still there uh, yeah, yes. I, didn't, I didn't see Suicide I Squad, sorry. About. There's yes. a guy whose superpower is being really good at ropes. See, that feels like trying to be like Hawkeye. Like, I don't have any powers, but I'm really good at a bow and arrow. It's like, what else can people be good at? Let's go through all of the <laughs> the weapons and clue. I'm really good at <laughs> wrench. No, I'm really good at rope. Yes. Sure. He's like I'm Spider-Man, really good at gun. <laughs> gun, yeah. That's just the Punisher, actually. That's so never Deadshot. Mind. Yeah, if we're if we're sticking in in DC, that would be Deadshot, not the Punisher. You fool! Oh, you fucking idiot! Now um, I'm on the Suicide Squad. Oh, if you call the Suicide Squad hotline, if you're gonna be like this, <laughs> you just um, get Jared Leto. Ugh. I know. Cans like the four packs only nine bucks. I think that's pretty fair. Like I would almost just do it because of how cheap it is. You eh. think? Four beers for $9 is cheap? In their tap room? I don't think that's bad. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. All right. Like, if I was at a gas station, I'd expect it to be cheaper. Yeah, way cheaper. Also, but it's a coal, so yeah. it, it uh, chemically speaking, can't actually get you drunk. <laughs> that's simply not true. <laughs> well, it's never worked for me. <laughs> you gotta boof it, man. I've told you, every time. Can you imagine? You're like, you have to turn the dog's face away from you before you get in your butt. You're like, don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, what if on the other side of these cans is the dog's tail? That'd be cute. That would be pretty cute. What if it was just the dog's gaping asshole? Or it's balls if it's not fixed. I, you're like, oh, okay, I know what I'm into. I know I have some medical costs I'm going to incur. <laughs> I think, like, all animal shelters spay and neuter the pets they give you. They do. Yeah, because of Bob Barker. Also because of common sense. Nope. Nobody knew before Bob Barker. It is such a weird... You hated dogs? Yeah. It's such a weird cause to throw yourself behind, but my guess is at least it had some effect. Like maybe 1% of total dogs that wouldn't have been spayed or neutered were spayed or neutered. And like, that's something, man. Yeah. I mean, dummies watch a lot of Bob Barker, so what do you got my theory is that it was actually a huge problem in, like, the 50s. Like, there were, like, packs of wild dogs everywhere. And he was like, guys, if you've got to do something about this, just get their pumpkin's guts scooped out or get their balls taken. Oh, my God. Like, pumpkin oh guts. I very, He's so very upset with what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> All of our um, female dog listeners just turned the podcast off. Ain't no got no time for bitches, uh, is what I say. Sucks that we lost that one listener. Damn it. Um, yeah, no, it's just one of those things where it's like, I think it was a huge problem, and the only reason it's not a problem now is because they fixed it in the 70s, and dogs don't live that long. Yeah. Yeah, ever been to Turkey? They're just packs of cats on the street. 
Yes. Israel is the same way. Jerusalem had a ton of cats everywhere. It's true. It's true. A lot of cool cats. A lot of hip cats. No, I, I hated didn't really Jerusalem. like the people in actually I like people in Jerusalem. I didn't like people in Tel Aviv. I thought they were kind of mean. Oh, I I thought Jerusalem was super weird and I got into an argument with a rabbi and he yelled at me. Nice. It was not nice. In the holy land of all he places. He told me he was gonna do kung fu on me. <laughs> oh my god, you made him person so mad that like they weren't making sense anymore. You made him an adult that mad. He it couldn't even really... threaten to do Krav Maga on you. What was he I thinking? Know. It was really bizarre. That's so funny. I get it. You what guys are, are you better doing? Jews than me. You can stop yelling at me about it. What I don't did know. You do? <laughs> what did I do? Yeah, what did you do to make the rabbi uh, say he'd beat you up physically? Not much, really. So I was at the wall, and, you know, all these crazy people want you to rap to fill in. And yep. I was like, no, I'm, I'm good, thanks. And he was like, well, like, you're doing a bad job. And I was like, man, you're doing a bad job out here being a total asshole. And he was like, <laughs> don't talk back to me, Sonny. I know kung fu. And then she'd say, I know crazy. And you do like a Martin Lawrence impression? No, I <laughs> – yes, that's that's exactly what happened. That's a really good prediction. <laughs> I, think, I think he he just like yelled and then walked away. But I can't totally remember how that ended, to be honest. Man, I would love to see an old Jewish man in a fist fight. I, I, that, for that story, I was uh, picturing the – the religious studies professor at our college, Rabbi Ron, that whole time, and oh boy, that is fun. It was, yeah. Anyone no, who knows Rabbi Ron. Ron is appreciating this commentary. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, no, this guy was, I don't know, he was a, one of those weird, wiry dudes. I don't it was it was all very bizarre. It's like he had a, a powerful strength about him, like a strength of faith and body. He I mean, he had strength of faith in himself, for sure. That's, that's where it starts. I guess so. It starts, it starts in here, and it goes to up here. No <laughs> one can see what you're doing. Uh, they know in here and up here. They know what I'm doing. Were you grabbing your crotch or pointing at your heart the first time? Because I don't know. So I pointed at my crotch both times. Okay, great. But slightly farther up the shaft. Like it, it doesn't go very far, but it makes a big difference. Yeah. Like at the root and to the tip. Well... Speaking of Jews, <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh my oh, no, Tyler. <laughs> Speaking of Jews, we're gonna go to dw.com, which I think is our actually final solution. I <laughs> oh no! So uh, this is, I guess, the antithesis of Jews, actually. But we've got this article: German police called after store sells Nazi beer, and I know what you're thinking. How can a beer be a Nazi beer? All you need to do is take a look at this picture, because it is very Nazi. It is really something. Um, It's like an Indiana Jones beer to me. It does. You're right. This looks like the beer that melted all those dudes' face off at the end of the movie. So, I don't know if you guys are aware, but anti-Semitism making a big comeback in this year of our Lord 2020, especially in Germany. Uh, apparently the Ute are really getting into the right wing over there, um, which has never been a problem. I mean, Germany's never had a problem with the right wing, but it's manifesting itself in all sorts of crazy ways. Like in this story, uh, some fucking dude called Tommy Frank, who's an avowed neo-Nazi politician, launched this beer called the Deutsches Reichsbrau or the German Reich Brew. Um, and, uh, you'd think, okay, well, crazy people are going to do crazy things, but somehow it made its way into this store that is run by a franchise train called Getrank Quelle. So it's not like this random fucking guy, at just like, you know, your neighborhood liquor store. Like this is kind of like a BevMo almost. And it, the beer features, uh, the Reich's Eagle and it doesn't have a swastika on it, but it does have an iron cross, which is another big, like, you know, nationalist German symbol. And when you the pair text... it with the Eagle and also yep. words in German is yeah. real bad. Well, okay. So the words would be in German anyway, because it's a German beer, Sam. But the, the serifs on it are like, check out how, no, it's, check it's out how German classic... this shit is. Yeah, no, Mon it's frere. a Nazi font they've got going on there. Uh, yeah, so it's just it's not it's not good. It's bad. Um, additionally, the beer was being sold for eighteen euros, I guess, and eighty eight cents. So you know, eighteen is probably a reference to Adolf Hitler, and the eighty eight is a reference to Heil Hitler. So also not so good. Nazi uh, good. Nazi good. <laughs> you did it, Sam. Everyone respects me now. Yeah, and so this it's is true. a pretty crazy thing. Two Getrank Quelle's 
no, I'm not going to give them credit, but they did say that they got in touch with the manager of the place that was selling this and uh, demanded the removal of the article from the store. I think probably he should not be a franchisee anymore, but, you know, this is some crazy shit. Yeah, so what this is really making me wonder about is how outraged is, you know, our sister podcast that may or may not exist in Germany, which would be called, Tyler, go ahead and give me a pun based on uh, the words that you know in German. Tausday, Tausday. Uh, uh, Judenfuden. Oh, yikes. It's about Jewish kosher food. Yeah, Jew, Jew food. <laughs> okay, you've done a very bad job. <laughs> Judenfuden. That is so funny. Can we do one Judenfuden where we just, like, all eat a frozen food item and talk about it? <laughs> I mean, today's episode is obviously called Judenfuden at this point. But also, I wouldn't be opposed to us, like, everyone brings on a goofy food and rates it, and we pretend it's beer. Tortina's pizza roll. I'm thinking, like, a big soft pretzel, a giant bratwurst, you know. We're in the land of bratwurst out here. That's German food. You're right, that is German food, yeah. It's just like gefilte fish. Right, just a shitload of horseradish. Oh man, I haven't had gefilte fish since I was a little kid. We really should all have gefilte fish and wretch next time we record together. <laughs> Real talk, I love gefilte fish. I don't know if we can get it until closer to uh, springtime. Yeah. Okay, Wait, well... Passover rolls around. Don't worry, we'll definitely remember this two months, three months sure. from now. Sure. Come to us in like March or April, I haven't checked the calendar, for an episode of Judenfood. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was I talking about? Oh, okay, so yeah, I imagine that like... People like us in Germany are more outraged than we are. Yeah. Uh, so it's making me wonder, what would someone have to do uh, here to make us this outraged? I guess probably... Five oh my God. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's it. What Zach just said is the answer to your question. Well, <laughs> it would be on a goza. I, I thought that was the punchline. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. Cool. Uh, hey, Tyler, what have you been up to this week? <laughs> All I can say is at least this Reich's beer wasn't a... Uh, 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 Rouse like beer? A, smoke, a smoked ale. Yeah. You couldn't even say the German version of it? Come on. Well, well I didn't want to get too Deutsche up in here. No, you, know, you forgot its name, you scrub. That's true. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> <laughs> what could somebody do? I don't know. I mean, people... Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know. I mean... There was that we did an article about that, um, that like all all beers matter or whatever, and uh, I think that brewery closed down. So and that wasn't nearly as bad as this because that was like in poor taste and trying to be edgy but not explicitly being like, hey, we're bigots and it's kind of the whole point here. It was right. like no one um, no one thought this through. You could do one of just like the prophet muhammad but it's like the copper tone baby where he's getting his pants pulled down by like a dog <laughs> yeah that would definitely make people mad why did i why did i ask this question <laughs> zach is sitting right there <laughs> wait, wait, what else could you do you could probably do one of like that um oh god um i keep wanting to call them the wright brothers which is so not correct the marx brothers um you do like the groucho marx mask but the nose is like a big penis <laughs> and the and the glasses are testicles, and it's <laughs> so that's the name of the beer. But it's like a top hat, testicles, penis, nose, mustache. So sure. Tyler, can you give me something that uh, that'll be like a clean cut for? I haven't figured out how much of this I have to lose. So I think I think we can all agree that this is just it's pretty terrible, and I guess I'm gonna leave it there. I think I have like ninety more. Are we not? <laughs> <laughs> At least someone. Told, like, raise this to some sort of authority as opposed to, you know, the, you hear all the, the things about how, like, apathy is the greatest evil or whatever. At least yeah. they're doing okay. something. I lied. I do actually have one more thing to say. What are the German – what's the German conservative party like? Because it was a conservative politician who posted this. Like, they take are they – serious. Yeah. Like, is are these actually conservatives I could get along with? Like, they, they, like this guy seems like a reasonable person. I mean, maybe yeah, it's I maybe it's like I wouldn't be surprised if, honestly, similarly to uh, our current climate, there's a weird schism between right wing people that are actually good people that have very different political opinions from me versus fascists. Mm. Like, 
there there are that those two like very distinct flavors of right wing people in in America right now. I wouldn't be surprised if the same thing's happening in Germany. Well, tune in for our next episode of Judenfuden, and we'll find out. It's called the uh, like it's like a Judenfuden colon gefilte Fuden. <laughs> I really like hope we remember, battle. and there's absolutely no chance that we do. <laughs> I'm gonna put a calendar invite on my calendar for for all of March and like three quarters of April. Just and you'll case. be like, "What the fuck does Judenfuden mean? What <laughs> what was I thinking?" I was like, I got high again and made an event. <laughs> oh god, I don't know. What have I been up to? You asked several minutes ago, Sam. Yeah. You got a TV show again? Oh, hey, actually, that reminds me. Remember when I told you uh, that I got they filmed me doing a, a pre, like a whole tour to nobody? Wait, you mean the show, thing yeah. that Zach was just referring to just now explicitly? No, 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 no not the ghost show. <laughs> oh, the tour, the weird tour to ghosts. The weird tour where I just talked to a wall. Yeah, no, the ghost show hasn't come out yet. But the video where I gave that ghost, uh, not the ghost, the, the weird tour <laughs> has come out. I'm in it for a total of six seconds. Uh, what do you say? What's your line? Just like that pussy. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. If you guys want to watch it, I'll send it to you. Is it it know, should man. just be a gif, right? If it's only six seconds. <laughs> oh, no. I was talking about my pussy. <laughs> also, yeah. It could just be, could just be a gif. Oh. It's, too bad, it's too bad Vine doesn't exist anymore. This would be perfect. <laughs> How do I send this to you? He's the first ever Vine porn star. <laughs> There's no way that's true, dude. That's not true at all. But, like, he can do a complete scene, including this, like, I'm a pizza man, all the way to gum shot. Seven seconds. Oh, I guess, well, I can send you the link, I guess. You don't have to watch it now. In fact, you don't have to watch <laughs> it at don't. all. You don't have to watch it at all because it's, like, five minutes long. But I am in there. Give me a timestamp. Uh, I'll give you a tramp stamp, you little bitch. <laughs> what? Um, that was I aggressive my... and nonsensical. <laughs> I make my first appearance like right around one twenty-five. Oh Jesus! Okay. I guess I haven't been on Facebook in a while. I have seventy-three notifications. <laughs> How many birthdays did you miss? <laughs> and then I come back in at like three twenty. Oh, you look like a fucking dork, dog. <laughs> Oh, hey, did you, like, engineer this situation to have the worst possible audio quality? It's so echoey. It's insane. Okay, I don't know how that's my fault. This guy showed up with a camera and just said, do the thing. I'm just saying, why didn't they plan ahead when they built these forts to have better acoustics? Yeah, I'm recording, like, 20 feet underground in a cement box. I'm sorry it's not, you know, up to your standards. They could have put some baffling on the walls out of shot. That would have helped. No, actually, the guy was like, he came down. He's like, all right, we'll get you mic'd up. Oh, shit, I forgot my lavalier mic. Well, it'll probably be fine. (laughs) This guy sounds like a scrub. (laughs) Yeah, oh, man, I cannot get over what a fucking dorkus you look like. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh... (laughs) So, uh, how many views does this bitch got? Does it say on here anywhere? Well, a hundred million. Oh my god, it's no. like Gangnam style. <laughs> Gangnam. Uh, I don't actually know. I, I, sh- so I run the, like, Forks Facebook page, so I put it up on the Facebook page, and I can tell you how many people I reached, because I can see those analytics. Now, it shouldn't make me upset that you have better insight t- for the analytics for your own job than you do for the podcast. But I did ask you about uh, stats for the cast about four years ago. And then you were like, no. And that was the last time I talked to you about it. That's true. Um, so 584 people saw the post, at least. I can't tell you how many people watched the video. but Well, I can tell you one of those people watched five seconds of the video. That's fair. And they were like, fake, gay. <laughs> <laughs> oh guys i hate to tell you my other idea for a podcast we could do opa gundam style is uh <laughs> is starting you. a video on youtube which i figured because it took me five seconds to think of the pun but someone filmed it with action figures but i was thinking we could also um and i can come to Uden food and with another list of alternative podcasts sure. we could make in our network yeah i'm uh, only in, doing two that's enough in opa gundam style though hear me out 
we each watch an episode of Gundam together, and we <laughs> review it and try to decide what the fuck is going on. <laughs> uh, I'm not explicitly opposed to that, although I will say, if we're going to add a show to the network, I would really like it to be Wednesday Wednesday, because I've been trying to make that happen for like five years. I did an episode of Wednesday Wednesday. Did it never air? No, uh, no Wednesday Wednesday never happened. It, it exists only as uh, episodes of Bruce Day Tuesday, unfortunately. <laughs> See, I, uh, yeah, I was on Wednesday, Wednesday, and I feel like, uh, I, and I feel taken advantage of it. I feel like an actress from, like, the 40s. Uh, or, I guess, this past decade as well. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I'm excited for when weed is legalized and we all get to do High Day Friday. Oh, High Day Friday will be a very, uh, meandering podcast. <laughs> yeah, because we really stay on track with this. Yeah, one. we'll probably still talk about anime. It'll be just, like, Opa Gundam style. <laughs> I'll just, I'll say I refuse to do High Day Friday, and I'm going to do Opa Gundam style, so every time you cut to me, I'm just going to be telling you about an episode of Gundam. <laughs> well, are we about done here? I guess. Are you... <laughs> this episode sucks ass. <laughs> I've had a blast, I don't know. Oh, boy. Okay, well, how, how about your beer, Zach? Did you have a blast with your beer, or did it suck ass? I actually had a blast. It was really great. It was like, um, I was looking through it. It had some milk sugars that they added to it, which I think was smart. Um, it kind of mellowed it out a little bit. Um, but it was like nicely tart. It wasn't overly sweet. Yeah, I honestly really liked it. I would give that like an eight. I would gladly buy that again. I am shocked. Me too. Well, okay. Do you have anybody you would recommend it to? Um, if you're into fruit beers, so shout out to this for being a fruit beer that tastes like fruit but not like fake. Like, yep. it's not super sweet. I think this is a this is a weird beer for right now. Like, the can made me think maybe in, like, a sour way that it would be, like, a wintry beer. Uh-huh. It's not at all. I would say this is, like, a springtime, like, fresh, kind of vibrant beer. So I would say springtime, you just want to chill out. You like a fruit beer. It's not sour. So if you're, like, into sours, this is not what you want. This is, like, a tart. Sure. I had Sweetwater's peach love and hoppiness or happiness excuse me it should have been hoppiness but then they couldn't have done a berliner weiss <laughs> it was a berliner weiss with peach and natural flavor 4.7 percent abv this uh did not really appeal to me i thought the peach was a little fakey i thought it was too sour for being a berliner weiss so i'm gonna give it a four i would recommend this to people who are like really into like canned cocktails and smirnoff ice and mike's hard lemonade I think this would be right up those kind of people's alley. Sam? Yep. Uh, I had Harpoon Duncan Summer Coffee Pale Ale. Uh, my feelings on it have not changed, although it was more drinkable than I thought it would be. I just kind of didn't notice it the whole time, which is the best case scenario for a beer that tastes like this. I'll give it a 3.3, and I'll recommend it to, like, crazy Boston heads that just want to Boston everything. We love Dunkin' Donuts in the socks. It's wicked awesome, bruh. No ma Garcia Para. <laughs> no ma. Yeah, he no probably ma. still plays for the Red Sox, right? That 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 bit's from the eighties. Oh man. Yeah. How did we not talk about Kobe? I don't want to date the podcast. Well, how he died <laughs> four years ago. Oh my god. This is so disrespectful. Actually it's pretty crazy though, huh? Yeah. It was crazy. I remember actually being like I was like, damn, I actually am affected by this. I, yeah, I felt like I felt a feeling about it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really like care about sports or Kobe Bryant in particular, but it was a weird reminder of your own mora- uh, mortality. You know, no matter how much money I have, I will not survive a, a helicopter crash. Yeah, I will never get in a fucking helicopter, no matter how much money I have. Seriously, those things are death traps. Apparently. All right. Well, <laughs> just cut all that. Just cut all that. That was a huge bummer. Uh, uh, folks, if you <laughs> have any suggestions for our Udenfuden episode, you can email us at BrewsdayTuesdayPodcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at BrewsdayTuesday. You can comment on our links at BrewsTuesday.com. Zach, I guess thanks for being on. This was so fun. <laughs> I mean, I enjoyed it. I just think most, you know, like moral and upstanding people in America probably would not like to hear the things we've been saying. That's uh, Sam says. <laughs> Sam, I I also forgot to ask you what you're drinking next week. Oh, I have a crazy bananas foster flavored mead. Oh, 
okay. Wasn't the lowest reviewed beer on the podcast at Mead? Yeah, it was really bad. Mead is so hit or miss. I've had some meads that are insanely delicious and also some that are drinkable, and I don't have my head around mead yet. I think the only time I had mead, we stole it from my friend Matt Naples' parents, and I threw up all over the place. Nice. I've heard that story. Yeah, for sure. So don't let the mead keep you down, everybody. We will see you next week. Bye. 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 Come suck here. Catch all your tears. Drink the remedy. Forget about your problems. Here comes a shot. Lose all your thoughts. Drink the remedy. Forget about your problems. This one's on me. Fix you for free. Drink the remedy. Forget about everything. This one's on me. Got what you need. And take your medicine. All right, so now it's time for a podcast within a podcast. This is called Mitch Tales. Woo! <laughs> I, I was Skyping my folks earlier today. They're in Australia. Um, oh, yeah. And some very bad things have happened to them, and none of them have been fire-related, luckily. Their Uber got in a car crash, which is the which was, like, a bummer, but, like, not the biggest deal. How but then also... Stars, how many stars do you give that driver? I asked them exactly that. Jobs? My dad was like, well... I didn't know what to do, so I just didn't rate him, and I was like, "All right, whatever." But <laughs> I think if fair. you get, I think if you if you get in a crash, your your account suspended or whatever. Right. And I think if if we get a fire crash and he like pulls me out though, he gets back to four. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like you're not getting a full five, but you know. But the the bigger thing was apparently someone tried to break into their like pseudo timeshare thing. Jesus Christ! And it was at night and. They just, like, broke in the back door and it woke my mom up. And my mom was yelling at my dad about it. And the yelling scared the guy away and he ran away. And then my mom, in her, like, sleep-addled state, thought that he had stolen her purse, even though he totally hadn't. And my dad uh, chased him out the back door in his underpants. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And I just want to say props to friend of the show, Mitch. Yeah, Mitch. That's super dangerous. Yeah, seriously. That man needs to keep himself alive for all of us. He's our he's our only hope at this point. Seriously, man, Jesus. Well, tell him to be careful out there. I for did. Me. I, well, I didn't for you. I did for exactly. me. No, you're right. I should tell him for you because he respects you more. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> tell him if he's gonna eat a koala. Now's probably the time. Every time he says you're one of his favorite sons, but he never specifies that I'm his favorite son, which is upsetting. <laughs> Oh, boy. Wow, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't know what else to say. And that was Mitch Tales. Woo! Woo!